Welcome, everybody, to a, uh, another week of the Soccer Thread Podcast. As you can tell, uh, I am not Dan Schrader. Um, I imagine he's still running. Uh, I hope he's doing well. <laughs> um, Brian Palmer coming from you from, uh, live from PDX. Can't wait for the Timbers to kick off uh, in a couple hours here. Um, from the swamp, uh, we got Colin. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a tough week this week. We got, we're shorthanded. I mean, we've already heard that there's no Dan. We'll get on to who else is missing this week and who else is stepping in. But, you know, my heart goes out to those people who can't make this podcast. Um, I, I will say, this is just for future reference, uh, this is the week that I started working on uh, the surprise. Ooh. And you're just, just going to get the surprise later. Can't wait. Cannot wait. Um, as Colin mentioned, we, uh, we are missing Mike, um, but your favorite super sub, the, the one, the only, there's only one Keevan Sperry. Wow. That's uh, quite the intro, but, uh, yeah, I just want to say that yesterday I went to the, my first live sporting event in about, it's had to be like a year and a half. And, uh, yes, I live in Milwaukee and you guys probably don't believe this, but it was a Louisville city FC game preseason uh USL Lovely. championship and uh, grassroots grassy roots it was very cool to see a game in person and like sit in stands and have a beer uh it was very empty but i don't care it wasn't like it was a, it was a usl preseason game like they didn't oh, have to like was... do social distancing to make it very empty it was always no. going to be very empty so it's a brand new stadium which was kind of cool um which seats about like I think the max is fifteen thousand, and wow. the announced attendance, which you guys always know, is a little bit higher than what it is in reality. The announced attendance was two thousand five hundred, so I was very well distanced from uh, from yeah. all the other fans. So, but again, just seeing like live sporting event in front of me, soccer was very cool. So, and again, new Great. stadium, so that was interesting as well. Great, so exciting! I that is something that I just cannot wait to do more of soon uh as we start to hopefully get out of this pandemic and into i was at the playground the other day with my son and watched like a good 10 minutes of jv football going on on the field next <laughs> just being like i mean i'll watch they got a first down i don't know what happens next like this is crazy out here so seeing a professional was, sporting event would be amazing i was at a park the other day and there was uh like very very little league baseball going on and it was not exciting. Uh, I, that is one thing. <laughs> that is one sport that I am not looking forward to uh, pushing my child into. Um, <laughs> yeah. Baseball. Just a lot of standing around. I mean, I don't mean to come, like, I don't mean to, I'm, I'm not trying to put any heat on baseball, but woof, that game is boring. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Anyway. When, when I lived in Philly, uh, there was a baseball, a little, you know, diamond uh, between Cliff. This is for you. Uh, between 9th and 10th on Bainbridge. Uh, is that Palumbo? Is that what the, that one is called? Um, but there would always be like little kids' games there. And I always told Carrie that I really wanted, there was like a row, it's, you know, it's like row houses all the way around the field. So it's like kind of like a little stadium. 
right? Because it's like just this little diamond and then three yes. or four story houses all the way around. And I was like, man, if we had one of those houses and you with a roof deck where you could sit on your <laughs> roof deck and watch these games like you were at Wrigley, I was like, I would be doing that and like having a beer. So um, and she was like, you can't do that. That's like, you can't like turn little leaguers. That's cre- creepy at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's not really yeah. about them. I don't care about the game. I'm not even going to watch the game. As long as you keep the heckling clean, it's, it's yeah. fine, right? <laughs> um, anyway, a uh, little shorthanded, but, you know, it's always a pleasure to have Keevan uh, on our team here. Thank so, um, Colin, uh, emails? Actually, wait, hold on. Keevan has a little warm-up for us. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, Asterisk here because this came from a fan account I saw on Twitter. So, I mean, I guess if you see it on Twitter, it's true, right? So, all right, yeah, we'll take it there. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> Ken, all right, so the warm up is teams that Man City has not beaten in the Premier League. Had, has failed to get all three points. to get three points. Um, my guess was Chelsea. My guess was none. My guess was that they had beaten every team by now. Nope. Well, my turn. Leeds United. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. I mean, uh, it's, it's insane it's, stat. Insane. Uh, that's, that's, I mean, it's, it's a great stat. I don't know if this is, like, good or bad, but I'm going to remember that game uh, for quite some time, the being down, down a man a whole half and, and beating Man City in their title-winning uh, campaign. Yeah. So I just I don't know if that means like I'm just like a little support a little team and that's what you remember but uh, take what I can get that was great. Hey, we'll get onto it later. But supporting a little team is is the good and righteous thing to do. Um, all right, emails. Uh, no Mike this week, so I'm handling emails. The first one is from Pedro, who comes just <laughs> straight at Ryan Palmer with a fucking flamethrower. Yeah, he says he puts in quotes Palmer's quote. Um, which I'm assuming he's writing this email as he's listening. And he says, this will be the year an MLS team will win the CONCACAF Champions League. And then he gives <laughs> you the three crying, laughing emojis yeah. uh, and just the word cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pedro made it really spicy, real yeah. spicy. Um, I don't know. I feel like this prediction, all MLS teams are through to the, uh, what, what, Quarters? five out of eight, eight teams? Five out of eight, yep. Yeah, if, um, if we're going pure numbers here, I like where we're at. Five of eight. MLS like, in the lead. I like Early my odds. Lead. I like my odds. Um, that's all I have to say. We'll see an MLS team in the semis because we got Atlanta versus Philly. So there you go. Half to. Can't lose them all. And uh, there's been one uh, Mexico versus, I say USA, but um, I guess it's, Liga MX versus MLS match. Uh, and that was, what, Leon versus TFC. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, TFC won it. Leon are defending champions of Liga MX. So, you know, there you go. One and oh. Still three teams got to get knocked out. But, uh, and MLS teams are very capable of shitting the bed in the final. As yes. LAFC proved last year. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm rolling with you, Palmer. I mean, I'm this not saying it's. This I'm, is the season, baby. It's looking good. It's looking it's very well. It's, I think it's a coin flip. A coin flip can go either way, but I don't think uh, it's a laughable proposition as it would have been uh, five, six, ten years ago. 
I'll, I'll take a coin flip. Three MLS yeah. teams that got hardware last year. You have your Supporter Shields team, your MLS Cup team, and the all very important MLS is back tournament champions. Yeah, mm. baby, COVID Cup champions. <laughs> so they know how to I mean, win that's how they qualified, right? That's how they qualified for this tournament, right? But, uh, but yeah, they are still in there. Uh, I don't think any of the teams that are in there, if there was a team in there that I thought, oh, this team doesn't really deserve to be in there and uh, they kind of, they're kind of weak, it'd be TFC, who already knocked out a Liga MX team uh, and looked like shit this weekend in opening weekend of MLS. Mm-hmm. So if TFC has run their, you know, run their race and they did the job for the, for the league of, of knocking out but one Liga MX team, all right, that's, that's more than I would have expected from them. Job done. So, yeah, job done. So, uh, yeah, I'm I think curious, it's a coin flip. I'm, I'm curious how Pedro's feeling this week after uh, laughing at my prediction. Just yeah, he, don't be afraid, Pedro, to you know respond. <laughs> I hope we do get a nice little response from Pedro. <laughs> I mean, I mean, our confidence yeah. is way too high. It's right a coin now, flip. So. It's a coin flip. Both teams can be confident, right? Um, all right, and then. I think it was Pedro who sent me the other email this week. I don't actually have it in front of me because Mike's not here, so he's not copy and pasting things in the run order, blah, blah, blah. Right. But yeah. uh, someone, I think it was Pedro, sent a little uh, YouTube clip to um, a, a fairly long, 12 minutes long, I think, video about Everton uh, that was, you know, quite frankly, Everton loves these kind of pieces that are uh, about the fact that they're the people's club. And this one was uh, very much tilted on interviewing and seeing the lives of the folks who are the kind of like the backroom staff and other people who work for the club. Um, so, you know, you're uh, the stewards and the kit man and the chef and everybody like that who work for the club and, and what the club means to them. And, and you know, for me, that like, the, was it which one is it? Um, I think it was the, one of the stewards who was like, yeah, I'm so happy to have this job. Like, I mean, it's a job, but long before I worked here, I was an Evertonian, or I am an Evertonian. Like, that kind of, again, I'll get back to this, I'm sure, when we talk about uh, the big news of the week, but that kind of, uh, you know, uh, lifelong way of thinking. Yeah, yeah, lifelong. I'm born to this. I'm an Evertonian in the same way that, um, you know, I'm from Montana. Palmer would say I'm from Montana. Like, it's just like who you are. Like, it's it's inextricably linked to, to who you are and you know, it will never change kind of thing uh, is pretty cool, I think, and, uh, you know, is a big deal for a lot of people's lives, right? So um, I think that's great. And I think uh, if you watch that video, you're more likely to support Everton. So I liked it. Um, <laughs> I, but the really, I think, yeah, I think that we, we kind of talked about this type of fandom, oh, man, a couple weeks ago in a pod. I think we were talking about the... Uh, manager that won the Copa del Rey. Why oh, can't I yes, yes. Uh, why can't I remember uh, where he was from? Was he from Sociedad? Yes, Real Sociedad. And how, like, the uh, the rocket man would light off rockets for every yeah, goal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and just that type of kind of community town feel, I, I think it's very unique to, uh, to soccer and the international game, at least. Um, that That kind of... Uh, it's just it's written into the fabric of of the town of the city of the neighborhood um, maybe because it's been around longer but um, more so than 
uh, a little less than, than what it's like here in, in the U.S. because we, we can kind of be so spread out and, and be, you know, from different parts of the country and cheer for a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I'm on the complete opposite side of the country. So, Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's, it's also, but it's also like a generations thing. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think there's for two sure. big parts to it. And, and you do see, I think you do see them in America, right? Generations thing. Palmer, yeah. why do you support the Steelers? Because my dad grew up in Pittsburgh, and that's exactly it. right. So it's a generations thing, and uh, so the longer that your your father was never Tony, and your father's father was never Tony, then of course that can go all the way back because the club's founded in 1878. So right, who knows? I don't know if any of if you guys know, but I don't know who my great great whatever born in 1878 type grandfather how many greats that is like what his life was like that's too far for me to trace but if as far back as you can trace your family was all supported the same team like you're gonna feel a lot more connection to them right um and the other one is that a lot for a lot of people and maybe everton liverpool this isn't quite the story but uh, for a lot of people their club represents their town and their town is fairly small so like whatever that might be norwich or um, Swansea or whatever, like Sociedad, like your town is fairly small, maybe the size of uh, Madison, Wisconsin, 100,000 people. Um, you feel really more a part of that community because it's so small. And then you, your, your team is representing your smallish town in the biggest competitions in the world, right? Against the best players in the world. If you're Sociedad, like, you know, in Copa del Rey, against Messi, against... Ronaldo against these these billion dollar things and you can be like wow like that's us that gives you a lot more of that us against them mentality rather than um you know if 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 like, okay to, to pick an old team to pick an old team uh the Cubs the Cubs are around forever but you're they're part of Chicago like there's uh, right. you know 5 million Cubs fans in Chicago or whatever because there's 20 million I'm I'm making this up, Mike would know the actual numbers but there's 20 million people in Chicago 5 million of them are rabid Cubs fans, right? But like in Green Bay, Wisconsin like there's 100,000 people in the whole town, like everyone is a diehard Packers fan because that's what everyone in the in the United States knows about Green Bay, right? Well, you also have you also have uh the kind of ups and downs, right? Relegation, promotion, uh, you know, you, you live and die with the team. Uh, Leeds, for example, you know, Kiev has a, a close tie to, to Leeds and has followed them, you know, through their trials and tribulations. And once you feel that success as getting promoted into the Premier League and now you're playing against City and never dropping points... Um, you know, it's, <laughs> they it's dropped two. I'll, I'll give them that. I'll be. They dropped two. They had a tie in there. That that <laughs> kind of that that kind of feeling of success and that tie to success, I think, helps with fandom. And it would be really weird if uh, you know, like, some teams decided to form a super league um, mm. and uh, lock well. teams out of competitions yeah. and not so that they couldn't. have that relegation promotion. And so uh, people couldn't form that connection to their clubs. Yeah. I don't, don't want to uh, stomp on your transition here, but I did want to go back to kind of what you're saying, um, especially with those videos where you see that it's employees of the club. Uh, I don't know if anyone's watched. You guys watched the All Sunderland, aren't we, on Netflix? Um, mm-hmm. But that was cool because, yeah, they and that, that from the Everton 
video that uh, Pedro shared, where you can see it from their from their side, where they've seen players, they've seen managers kind of come and go, uh, but they've also seen it like a, a unique view and that they've seen it from inside the club too so yes like fans are passionate but like they've been kind of i don't know they they're they have more i mean they have a connection every fan has a connection but like they're employed by that club they've been working them forever and then the sunderland one really hits home because uh when they both the the seasons that they've covered they were relegated so Mm -hmm. you see like the chef crying and like you know we have never we've never been through this this is something that um, the club, like, or myself have never seen before. So, like, you can just see that raw emotion. And I just think from that standpoint of, like, they see the inner workings of the club. So, and then, like, seeing their emotions and their their viewpoints and how they view it and how it's just really, like, it's more than, it's more than just, like, a passion for the team. It's, like, I mean, literally, it's it's their everyday life. That's, they wake up yeah. and they think of this club and that's what they do when they get, when they go to their job, uh, every single day so that they like never get to step away from it so kind of like you said riding those highs and those lows and seeing that from their viewpoint is really it's it's unique it's, and it's, it's like yeah yeah it, it shows that it's yeah it's how so, like people i mean this is stereotypical how soccer is like a religion and like you know it's it's a life but that is that's what it is for them you know that yeah. is their bills that's and they've seen like the good the highs and the lows and I would say part of that, part of you, you say like uh, players and managers have come and gone, but I think also in small clubs um, where finances aren't a given, right? Um, there's kind of also this, I don't want to say tradition because it's not like tradition makes it sound like, oh, people do it because it's tradition and, you, and, and that's why it happens. But it's just like a fact of of what it's like uh, because of the finances or the economics of the, of the situation. But a lot of those smaller clubs have historically, and this is less true now than it was 10 years ago, but a lot of those smaller clubs, like championship-level clubs, have been owned by, like, whoever at the moment is the local big businessman, right? Like, whatever business right now is peaking. Like, it, you know, it's going to be something for five or 10 years, and it's going to be somebody else, right? And... uh because that happened for hundreds of years, you know, and, and the clubs changed hands 10 times from 10 different local businessmen, uh, but stays local or, or local-ish at least, you know, uh, those owners see themselves more as caretakers of the club and know that the club is bigger than they are. And that, yes, of course, they want to make money and invest it, invest in it. That's why they bought it. And they're going to hopefully sell it in 10 years for more and there's a there's a financial reason they're doing it. They're not doing it out of some like goodness of their heart type shit, but they see that you know this isn't this is why they don't come in and change the jerseys and change who the club is, right? Because they're just a caretaker there. They're there to try to improve the club in the way they can, and then at some point they will be leaving it, um, which is not how the billionaires now view these clubs, right? Right. Um, for better or worse, right? Hey, but Tranmere, we're coming for you. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Tranmere, we're coming fan, for you. I've seen an owner try to change the badge, and let me tell you, it doesn't go over well. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so that's that's my point, is like Leeds, I don't, I don't know who Leeds owners were before the whole, you know, Leeds taking a, a turn off of, you know, mis- financial mismanagement and the Italian guy and, what was his name? Yeah. Massimo Cellini? I, Solis, I yeah. Solis Mo yeah. or something along those lines. Yeah. 
those guys. But the, everyone before that for Leeds was just a local dude from Leeds or somewhere, you know, I don't know, maybe one of them was from Birmingham. But, like, they were just a local guy who was a caretaker, who, who knew that um, Leeds was bigger than he was. Leeds United was bigger than he was. And uh, that makes it more the, the chef and the fans feel like they are the ones who really drive the identity of the club and not the owners. So I think that's a big deal. That, that, that has eroded in the last 10 years. And, um, you know, as an Everton supporter, we are now in the transition from our local rich guy who didn't have that much money, Bill Kenwright, to Farhad Morshiri, who is a foreign billionaire. Um, so, so far, uh, it hasn't affected the way the club runs, but uh, it is something that you risk when you take on that money that allows you to compete at a higher level. So, got to take the well, bad with the good. All right, let's let's talk about money competing at the higher level. And Soccerthread at gmail.com. Okay, do it, Palmer. Y- yes, and, uh, you know, all of this, all of this talk comes to, um, you know, Everton not participating in Super League. Uh, <laughs> Leeds not participating in this so-called Super League. Uh, a team that is participating in this so-called Super League uh, a team that hasn't like won a trophy in I you know what a, a thousand years. Very curious Hot- as to what, why they would be. In this. Apparently, they're part of the Super League. Uh, I think it's because they're based is, in London. Have a nice a team stadium. that is cur- a team that is currently eleventh uh, uh, in the uh, Premier League, yeah. participating in the Super That's League. It, so, how, like, do you think when they got the phone call, like before they even get the question out about the Super League, they just agreed? Like Arsenal was like, yes, before before <laughs> you before you like disinvite us, yes, we are in. Like or like, this has to be a mistake that they're inviting us. No, this is this so, is yes, Arsenal. Arsenal like rounded up the conversation, so they were like, "So we're in." I mean, yes, but right. we have this good idea. But of course, you know, because we're arranging it, we'd also Arsenal's, like to be. Yeah, in. Arsenal started this. The so, deal maker. All right, before we talk, it's like it's like when you host into... the host the World Cup, you get the free uh, qualification. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Before we get more into like who's in, who's out. Um, what Colin? What is what is this Super League? It has been confirmed. I think we may have talked a little bit about it on the pod. In, yeah, it's been rumored for a while. Um, it's it was confirmed this morning. Um, well, I thought it was leaked this going, morning. Confirmed just a few hours ago. Well, anyway, oh, whatever. Uh, I mean, uh, who else? Well, it doesn't whatever. matter now. By the time you this? listen to this, right? Yeah. What is it? All right. What is this? Um, it is first of all. The thing that they're trying to replace, to be clear, is the Champions League. It is not the domestic leagues. They all right. want to stay in their domestic leagues. Right. Whether they can or not is a different thing. But when the Premier League happened, what they were trying to replace was the domestic league because the teams at the, in the top division felt like the finances weren't working out for them. The FA was screwing them over. So they, you know, did a whole thing. 1992. Um, but this, they're trying to go after the Champions League. And basically, they're saying the Champions League should be making us more money. Maybe it's because we want to be in every year, whatever. But we're breaking off. We're not going to do Champions League in the midweek. Instead, we're going to do our Super League. And the teams that are in it are six in the Premier League. We'll get to who they are, but six in the Premier League, three in Italy, three in Spain, nobody in Germany, nobody in France. Three more teams rumored to come 
have not, their identities have not been confirmed or like where they're going to come from, not confirmed, but to get it up to 15. Um, and that these teams will compete in some kind of still unknown, but I'm sure that details will be forthcoming. Uh, midweek tournament throughout the year, much like Champions League, but, you know, supposed to be a league. So I'm guessing more like a league, right? Like play everybody once or twice or right. whatever. Um, and the big kicker, right, is that there is no qualification. There is they're no... Just they're they're just in. These teams welcome are in. Major they're in league forever. Baseball. Yeah. Welcome to Master League. Exactly. Make them, welcome to Major League Baseball. Welcome to American sports, right? Yeah. There's no promotion relegation. There's no qualifying for next year's tournament. You are in. You're either in or you're out. Uh, who's that? Heidi Klum? You are out. Um, just like in world football. Some days you are in, and some days you are oust. You are Sorry, oust. Everton. <laughs> Everton is in a, a separate Super League. I think Roger Bennett t- tweeted, Everton is in a separate Super League with, like, uh, I can't remember what it is, the Gank, uh, two <laughs> XFL teams in the Flint Tropics. Um, oh, so but, I, have uh, like, I have a list of, like, like uh, pluses and negatives, and on the, on, there's very few pluses for this league. But on yeah. them, I mean... If the Premier League, if those other teams get kicked out, Everton has to be like the favorite to win the Premier Favorites, League. Favorites, baby. Year. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Premier, <laughs> Premier League champs, Everton. I mean, <laughs> it's us and Leicester. It's us and Leicester. Leicester is feeling pissed right now, by the way. Um, although they'll probably be one of the other three to be confirmed. Um, but anyway, it's, it's, it's midweek, right? It's coming after Champions League. It's not coming after. Your, your domestic league. So right. right now, the big conversation, the big rub is whether the domestic leagues will cave, right? Right now, so far, all the domestic leagues have said, we don't believe in this. This is stupid. We don't like it. This is anti-competitive, all these things. Everyone has said that, right? Um, no one beside, outside of these teams has, has endorsed it. Um, but uh, they've said, okay, you got to choose. You can't play in the Premier League and the Super League. You can have one, you know, if you play in the Super League, we will not let you play in the Premier League. Okay. Um, can I, well, let's just, which all right. Which is a spicy a take, considering it's not coming after them, right? It's coming after the Champions League. Right. Tell, why would they, why would they say you can't participate in the Premier League if you play in the Super League? Because they didn't, they didn't call the Premier League and offer them some money. Cash was everything. <laughs> well, I mean, that's part of it. But you it's also, part of this cream league, you got I mean, that that's probably true. But it's also, their excuse or whatever will be that it devalues the Premier League competition, right? Right. So, right now, Tottenham, what are you playing for? Fourth, baby. I'm, you're playing for fourth. Yeah. You're not playing to win this league. You're playing for fourth. I mean, right. you're, playing, you're doing a shit job of it, but we're, you're playing for fourth. Not, but yeah. it wouldn't matter if there's a Super League, right? Well, obviously, you'd be, already be in it, but why would you care about the Premier League mm-hmm. at all? If, I mean, the team that yeah, wins cares, and the ones the that get relegated care, but you're killing the competition in the middle. Right. And that has something is hasn't happened in a modern era, right? This there's always been a European Cup you can qualify for. It's changed names and formats and whatever, but you know, Cup Winners Cup, all that shit, like that goes back, back, back to the '50s. Like we've we've never right. seen how this could affect competition in a globalized situation and it might do bad things to the premier league and of course 
that's what the Premier League cares about, right? Is like having their lunch money taken. So, um, yeah, of course they're pissed about it and, and that they weren't, like, given a heads up. Like, it might not affect you. It might affect you. I don't know. We'll see. But, like, we're going to strong arm you and say our league's bigger and you're second banana now. Whereas it's always been kind of the reverse, that, you know, Champions League plays in the midweek. They're not as important in a lot of ways. Um, but, you know, it... So I think the motivation, I, I mean, the motivation to finish in the league is the key. Uh, yes, yeah. It's the key component that that is holding or holding up Premier League. Or and to, just to like be just the idea, like all these FAs or whatever, the English FA like decides how their spots are allocated, right? They decide like they could be like, okay, the FA Cup gets a spot or not. Like that's their call, right? But instead, now it's like, no, we're just in. We just choose. Fuck how you. is you have no power? How is I mean we've heard for so many years like the FA Cup has kind of lost its luster right because of the Champions League right and everything seems to feel like the the title that matters the most is is the Champions League how do you how yes. do you perform in Europe right yes um, and we've heard about how much money that fourth place spot gets you. Yes. Uh, you know, Arsene Wenger made a career on, uh, on having a fourth place trophy, right? Yes. How, so how, how are they saying, I mean, what the, I mean, Arsenal obviously hasn't, has finished outside of the champions league for the last couple of years now. Right. Uh, Tottenham is staring down the barrel at that as well. Um, so obviously this is like, we're going to lose money. There's, I can see why Tottenham is going to lose money this year. Pan on top of the pandemic, they have the new stadium that they haven't been able to put people in, uh, they're hurting for, for cash, right? So I think some of this makes like uh, a, makes sense in terms of a business move to just be like, oh, you're going to give us a bunch of money? That sounds great. Um, <laughs> yeah. But all right, so this, on the face of it, it seems like it's a bad idea. Uh, everyone hates it. There's supporters groups that are releasing statements that are like, please don't do this. This is a terrible idea. Um, Keevan, you have pros and cons. Give us some pros. All right, so the top of my pros list was that maybe Everton and Leeds can win the Premier League. So <laughs> yeah, shout out to us, baby. <laughs> I'll go to my Kick next, out uh, Spurs. Fuck Spurs. <laughs> um, I, I guess one positive aspect of it is I can't watch Champions League right now or I have to jump a whole through a whole bunch of hoops to to watch Champions League because of you money. Think, you think Super is going to be easier to watch? However, if they're pulling in more money besides this, through this league by itself, you'd, you'd hope that broadcasting rights... I mean, obviously, broadcasting rights are going to be expensive. and, and It's going to be pay-per-view, it'll, baby. It'll be How do you think they're going to get that money? How do you think they get the money to give However, to the teams from the you, other, bro? Yeah, I guess that's true. However, there are some backdoor <laughs> things with this. And this is, again, this isn't a good thing. This is actually goes on the negative list in that that's one reason why PSG is not getting involved and in, is that the owner of PSG, who happens to also own BN, who also, ap also happened to pour money to buy broadcasting rights for his network, are, is not going to all of a sudden just wash that aside and be like, you know what, maybe I will get in the Super League. So... That's why I think that this is shout just, out to those billionaires. It's like yeah. it's billionaires versus billionaires, and it's like which kind of which billionaires team are you on? Like, yeah, whatever. exactly. It's a it's a pissing contest, and I guess like yeah. you said, who's gonna who's gonna cave first? Um, yeah. But just the fact that if you this is a league that 
they have to get everyone on, like all the big teams involved, or it's going to fail. I mean, if you have yeah. this Super League that doesn't involve PSG, doesn't involve any of the German Bayern. teams, I, a.k.a. the team that won last year, uh, yep. <laughs> and I, I don't know the titles off the top of my head, but it's definitely up there who holds them one of the most. most if you don't European get everyone, Cups, yeah. In, yeah. If you don't get yeah. this, all these teams involved, then it's just not going to work. Um, that's, and again, I think that's a, I guess it's a negative for the po- for the league, positive for us as as fans. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I kind of think. I mean, this this comes up every summer, right? This idea of a super league. It gets. I mean, closer. the idea oh. comes up. Like the idea was always like this hypothetical thing, right? Like, yeah. well, how would you do it? Would it be on the weekends or the weekdays? Who would be in? Who would be out? What would be the format? But now it's like, no, no, no. These 15 teams, weekdays, they're, they've confirmed it. It's real. Are you going to watch it? Are, 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 Palmer, are you going to be a Spurs fan if your team is playing on, on Wednesdays against Madrid? Are you, are you going to be like, fuck Spurs? Or are you going to be like, because they've ruined football for other people, quote unquote? Like, or are you going to be like, Cool, like we play Madrid. Like this is great. We don't have to qualify for Champions League. This is the new Champions League. What are you guys I, talking about? This is great. This is great. This quality I mean, of football is great. So, I here's the thing, right? Like the playing Madrid as like so as a Spurs fan, you get drawn in Madrid's uh, in the Champions League, right? So you get drawn into mid uh, Madrid. In the Super group, League, you're right? in the Super League now. No, I'm talking. I'm talking. Stop. Uh, <laughs> I've had too many beers to stop. Let me get there's like there's there is and you've not eaten. This is an empty stomach. This is a bad, bad uh combination here. It's a bad, Uh, bad podcast. There there's a there's um you know, European night magic about the Champions League, right? So you you get Madrid to come to uh White Hart Lane or the old White Hart Lane, and there's just there's a, a an atmosphere about it, right? But now if this happens three or four or five times a year, it's like it it just it feels like it dilutes some of that kind of magic. You're going to develop a rivalry with Madrid because you're going to play them all the time. Yeah, right. Like oh, the the we're no longer the North London Derby doesn't exist anymore. Now it's like whatever it would be called yeah, between the White uh, Shirts Derby. Yeah, the El Trafico. Whatever is there traffic in the in the channel El Chunnelo. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, this is probably spicy, problematic. Oh, Chonlo has killed me. Uh, I just, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, but the question I, is, will you watch it? Would That's I? His would question. I watch it? I probably. I mean, Keeve, you Fucking, went to you're a against preseason. Us. You're against us. You're not on this. You went to anymore. a preseason USL game. Like, <laughs> if it's on TV, I'll watch it. Right? Like, it's the same. The same answer with. Um, you know, with everything. If it's on TV, International if I have access, Champions Cup. This motherfucker loves International Champions Cup. I mean, I'm watching it. If if I have <laughs> access to it, if I have access to it, like Keevan, to Keevan's point, if I have to go and like stream illegal, I'm addicted to soccer. Or, like, pay I, Paramount get Plus it. or whatever. If I can get uh, it, I'll take it. Uh, Super Liga Plus. Yeah, Super Liga. It's just I. I don't know. I. I, I can't answer this question right now just because it it's brand new, right? But it just seems uh, it's it's a very odd okay. odd thing. Yeah. So that we, so we've we've I think we've gone at it from the Super League side. Now, okay, Premier League has said no, right? FIFA and you, and has come out and said any any players that are involved in the Super League 
may i don't think that was the word or yeah they like I, softened I, not, they've softened yeah, they their softened statements that. as this is gone but at, at the same time super league say we're gonna we're gonna play as quick as like um oh i f- participate uh, i forget their word they have a kind of a soft word on how quick they're going to do it and apparently an august start day is, has come out um but yeah, they it's have, like as quick as possible as, as feasible or something feasible yeah something along those lines uh but yeah you, they may not play in the world cup or i mean even i mean so is this super league going to compete with the euros this summer i i mean what's going on here it's, it's no it's I just i think there's just it, so much in the air that it's like it's a it's it's so absurd that I guess it, it could work. I mean, if they just, I mean, if they give the Premier League enough money, does the Premier League say no? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. Like, if the only way this works, right? It so. Uh, I mean, cash rules everything around me, right? Like, let's just take that as a uh, baseline given. truth given. Yeah, given. That's this, that a is prior. That is written at the top of their business model of it's, the Super League. It's tattooed on all our bodies. Yeah. Um, but so the only way that you can convince a team like Leicester that to be okay with the fact that they can't get cash out of a European competition, which they used to be able to when they used to be able to qualify, is to just straight up give them cash for not being participants, right? This is like when you pay farmers not to farm, right? Which I have a friend who's a Swiss uh, regional farming bureaucrat and that's what they do there and uh so you could pay lester and you could say look man i know you used to have this chance to make the champions league and if you made the champions league you got 30 million a year well if you finish in the top whatever of the premier league we'll give you what you would have made you don't have to play those games you can do whatever you want blah 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 but you'll still make that much money or more because basically what i'm saying as a super league whatever director or whatever CEO is I'm so much better than the champions league at marketing that we're going to have such a bigger pot that we can afford to pay our 15 teams more than they were making. And that's why they want to be here, but we can still pay these other clubs that might've gotten in, um, but just not let them in basically. And then so to their owners, they don't give a shit. It's about money to them. Their fans screwed, but their owners are like, cool, we'll approve it. And that's how it goes to the Premier League. As you say, hey, if you finish in the top half of the Premier League, you get a payout from the Super League. You know, endorse us instead of endorsing the Champions League. It's just going to be a money conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, how the Super League can do that when they haven't happened yet, right? They haven't gone out and made the money is another <laughs> conversation. I don't, I, don't, I don't know, right? In all the other conversations where you have a, or, you know, in the American context for me, where this has happened before in America, and you've said the product on the field or the product is not good enough, we can do better, and has been successful, it's been we started another league with, another, uh, with other teams. The AFL coming after the NFL, the ABA coming after the NBA, right? Those have been successful, and the reason they were, like, the way they did it was by having their own teams and then putting pressure on the league that was you know, stuck in the old system of media rights right. or whatever they were doing wrong. How you do it with the league still being around kind of thing is I, I, I don't really don't know. This is just, it's just wild. Um, all right. So Keevan, obviously you don't like this. 
You're not a big fan of this. Because you are human. Two questions. Do you think that this will actually happen? There's been, obviously, as mentioned, Good a lot question. of uproar. Good question. Will this actually happen? Is this just some weird play to make Champions League more powerful? Is this a conspiracy theory? Is this going to happen? Is this well, all this, leverage? Yeah. So this initially, yeah, because this initially started, or this uh, they're announcing this because there's going to be a change to the Premier League, or no, I'm sorry, Champions League, that the, these big teams don't agree with. Um, I've I've read uh, a couple articles. Oh, um, they don't agree with I, that. I thought there was something along those lines that's kind of that, or maybe that's just the happened to be the the author that I I read. But I thought that might have been a little bit of. I mean, obviously the and you touched on this, Palmer the pandemic has hurt them financially so maybe this for sure pushed them, for sure push them along that ways as well uh but again from the information that i have right now this is not happening to me Ooh, i love it you do not have you do not have all the teams that need to be a part of it this is you can't you, you just i'm sorry you, you can't, can't do, do it without Bayern. you're saying you cannot you can't do it or psg you can't oh, do wow. it with either one you can't I mean, if PSG, yes. was, if Bayern was in, Bayern said we're in. Dortmund said we're in. Uh, and that was the fifteen. Bayern, Dortmund, and I don't know. Pick your other team, Roma or some shit. Like I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and sorry, sorry, we never got to. But top six, the teams that are in are top six in the Prem. That makes sense. It's Manchester, Manchester, Liverpool. Well, yeah, Man City's Arsenal. not technically part of that part of that list yet, right? That, that no, Man City's today. in. Oh, okay. no, they're in. Yeah, City, United, Liverpool, uh, Arsenal, Chelsea, Spurs. Italy is Milan, Inter. That is that is not the top six. Yeah, that's uh, just the top six in revenue. That is, that's that the is big revenue. six. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Italy is Milan, Inter, and Juve. Spain is Madrid, Atleti, Barcelona. And then three more to come. So let's say those three more to come, which obviously they left these spots open for Bundesliga, are... Bayern, Dortmund, and Leverkusen. And say that's the 15. And they, they say, we got Germany on board. We, we talked to them by, you know, giving them money. Uh, I, I, is that going to happen then? Do you, you change your mind? If all those are involved, I mean, yeah. if, if we're calling this the Cream League and cash, it's very I mean, true. that's just cash, the reality of like, life, Keevan. Then, then it will happen. It's an unfortunate uh, situation, but it will happen. That's the life uh, we live, Keith. Premier, yeah, like you said, if, if enough money is involved where they pay the La Liga, they pay Premier League. I, I mean, we're forgetting about, like, the Portugal, you know, these Porto teams are left out. What Their, their FA equivalent fucked. is not going to be Absolutely happy about fucked. it. Absolutely yeah. fucked. Uh, even, like, you know, uh, Red Star Belgrade, like, you know, those mm-hmm. teams where – they make the Euro. I mean, making the Europa League for them is huge, and that's completely. Blown. I mean, Europa that's League will still exist. I mean, basically, Champions League will be Europa League, right? Like without these teams. Essentially, like yeah. you're taking yeah. these six. You're taking 15 teams out. That's like this. It's basically them trying to pick the 16 teams that make the knockout of the Champions League. You know what I mean? Like they're just trying yeah. to pick the best, the cream of the crop that makes it through the the knockouts of the Champions I mean, League. It, yeah, it's then and I just mean, put yeah, them in everything. They, if they get everyone on board and they they hand out enough money. It'll happen. All right. oh, it just right. makes me so Great. sad. sad. It so makes me sad, fucking real. sad. Yeah. It makes Colin, me fucking sad, but I'm not, I can't say you're wrong. Colin, that answer started with 
uh, no, I don't think it will happen. And then you changed his <laughs> mind to, yes, I do think it will happen. Well, That's well, I like to bring Kevin down. I've been doing this for 30... All the information I've known Kevin for 30 years, and I've been bringing him down for 30 years. What can we do, Colin, to make this stop? I don't want this to happen. Yeah. I don't want the yes. choice to be, yes. do I have to stop uh, supporting Spurs because of their decision to go into the Super First League? First of all, you do have I to stop supporting wanna, Spurs. I can't do any more... Uh, I can't do any more illegal streams. I'm not doing this. Yep. Uh, I, what can we do to make this stop? All right. This is my Taylor Twelman moment. What are we doing, Ryan? What are <laughs> we doing? Um, okay. So first of all, you can. Like you, you absolutely have power. You have weight. The reason Spurs are a quote unquote big club and United are a big club compared to. Everton or compared to Stoke City like is because of the global fan base. It is not because of the local fan base, right? You as a global soccer supporter are the reason why these clubs in this 15 have changed the amount of power they have in the league structure and in the European Championship structure versus where they were 20 years ago. Because of the globalization of TV rights and the ability to get the games in your your living room and the fact that you watch now and you look, I, I mean, I'm 100% part of this, right? I'm sitting here wearing an Everton warm-up top. You buy their gear. That is the power you have. And the conversation we had before about um, the fact that this, this club that you support means so much to these other people means that you have power over this thing, you know, because of your dollars, um, that's why the billionaires want to invest in it, right? Is because people all over the world want to buy Manchester United shit. And so if you're all over the world and you stop buying Manchester United shit and you start assailing them on Twitter and saying, fuck you, Manchester United, I'm not supporting you anymore. I'm supporting Stoke City. Uh, yes, that matters to them because all that matters to them is money. So that's the, the answer. The the president of the Super League is the president of Real Madrid. The vice president of the Super League is Glazer, the, pre- the owner of Manchester United. So, yes, you take money All out of that po- matters out of is pockets, money. All that have. matters is money. So show them, with your support and your money, that you don't care about them anymore. And so the thing that... Be an that, Everton fan. I think that's what Colin's getting... I mean, you can be an Everton <laughs> fan, but I'd rather... Honestly, I'd rather you be a Tranmere fan. I'd rather you be a Leeds fan. I'd rather you be a fan of an even smaller club because uh, Everton would do it if we could, right? We, Like I said before, we have a billionaire owner, foreign billionaire owner now too. If we had been invited, I'm sure Mashiri is like, he's, he's, he's uh, real tight with the Arsenal guys. They're in. Like, I'm sure we would have been in. And I would have been pissed off about it. Don't get me wrong. But I would have, I would have, been pissed off and I would have said, okay, I'm not going to go to the game. I'm not going to watch the games. I'm not going to buy any more stuff from the official club store. I'm not, whatever. Until this is, is not who we are, right? If you keep buying stuff, if you keep watching the games, if you keep all that stuff, you're part of the problem. And it's just your choice. You can be part of the problem if you want. But then when you, if you want to moan about the way soccer is now, like, just look at yourself and say, okay, it's that way because of me. It's not that way because of the Spurs supporters who live in West London or wherever in London, North London they're from, you know, 
it's not their fault. They've always been supporting that team. The reason Spurs are the Spurs they are now is because of you. And that's the reason that they wow. are now in this new... I mean, that's... That's I'm just the reality. I mean, now, I'm the Colin reason has that convinced me to be angry at you for this league. It's your fault. I'm, I, I mean, apparently, it's, it, look, Spurs have just done a better job than Everton. It's not that Everton isn't trying. We are 100 percent are trying. We're moving to a new stadium. We're just like five years late. We're like five years behind you. I had this whole thing earlier about also the video that Pedro sent. I saw an even better video about like getting up to the gantry on top of Ever uh, on top of Goodison Park and how old and like you know, um, budget that stadium is and how amazing it is because it, like you'd never be playing in this kind of stadium in American sports in the year 2021. But like Everton is, is trying to get there and we didn't get there in time to catch the Super League. So it's not well, like I, my, but, so, my team is, is like moralistically better. It's just that you, you won the it, race. But like, it doesn't mean that. So this if this happens, right? It, that does not mean that Everton is forever out of the Super Look at what MLS does yeah, every year. Sure. They add new teams, Absolutely. right? So, so Everton Everton has a new stadium being built, right? Like, yep. So your, you know, your old stadium feel is turning into a new billion-dollar stadium on the water, right? So it's and not our, like Everton, And our fan base loves it, to be clear. I mean, this is kind of like a sad thing about maybe this is maybe an American versus English difference, but like Americans like feel this like, really strong connection to our old stadiums like Wrigley or Lambo. Like when they Definitely need to be updated, that. they get updated. They don't like the Cubs don't talk about moving to the suburbs, right. but Everton have been talking about moving forever because they want to win. And they've for the last 20 years have thought, Oh, Goodison doesn't make us enough money. We need to move. And it's been a conversation for t- literally 20 years. And there's very little sentimentality about leaving. It's all about winning and Okay, let's make the next place as good as we can, but of course we're gonna leave. And to me, it's like oh, that's fucking sad, dude. Like you don't really get that. Maybe it's because there are more stadiums that are so old over there, but like you don't really get that you have this special thing that your stadium has been around for more than a hundred years. That's kind of awesome. Like don't just walk away from that. Like that history is amazing. You're you're but talking anyway, to Paul, a who's thing. a who's a fire fan who. They left. Yeah, they left for. We left the suburbs. suburbs. You got this great. All that well. <laughs> we came back, baby. We came back. Uh, all right. So I mean, this is clearly a really bad idea. That was um, a great A rant, though, Colin. I like it. Yeah. Uh, what are we doing here, Palmer? <laughs> I mean, so to your point, I, I think that you're right. Like, I feel like. The stopping buying gear is a thing that is going to uh, it's it's going to be a long term decision for these teams. Right? Tweet at like, them that's and not, then tweet that's them and then gonna, tell them the gear you bought instead. People tweet it at, at people all the time. Like that that stuff just doesn't like. Yeah, you, it's like what a, you, are, it's, you want it's, you want to get on Twitter and burn a Harry Kane jersey yeah. like that it's like works the, all it's like the time. The NFL, right? It didn't work. It didn't work for the yeah, NFL, but it does but work whole, for these clubs, right. dude. Keevan, both your club and my club rolled out terrible badges, and then the fans got really pissed about it. Do either of our clubs have those badges? No. Correct. <laughs> so. Tell me the fans don't matter when the fans get really pissed about something. Because, like, all you're doing is rooting for laundry, right? At the end of the day, 
at the end of the day, these Call these it. owners Call understand it. what I'm saying, which is that the that, global fan can switch so easily. The fan that, in Leeds cannot switch so easily, but the global fan, I can become a Liverpool fan tomorrow if I want, right? Call and it. they understand that badge. If that badge does not say, "Hey, if you slap this badge on this jersey, we'll give you four hundred million dollars." That didn't happen. The yeah. badge didn't say that. But, Super League is saying that. Yeah, that, but I mean. But if they don't have fans, if they don't have fans to subscribe, to watch, to buy the gear, to, to do all this stuff, like, then they're That's not... A big ask. It's a big ask. I but my point follow. is, the global fan is so much more fickle. And the, the owners 100% understand that. That is why they buy players from certain geographies to try to lure the global fan. And... They do so much to lure the global because the global fan can flip from United to Liverpool in a second, especially the United to Liverpool type flippers, right? Like those people who just want to chase trophies, right? But Spurs global fans, like who knows what the fuck they're doing? Palmer, you have to explain to me sometime. But um, <laughs> That's a different you know what pot. I mean? They, 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 those, those owners know that they have the dude who's an Evertonian, I'm dyed in the wool, whatever Evertonian, that guy's never going to change. But you, American, whatever, they don't want to piss you off. Like, you have to realize you are their revenue stream. The $400 million comes from you. It comes from you watching the games. It comes from you buying the gear. That's where it comes from. It doesn't come from nowhere. It doesn't come out of thin air. It comes from your pocket. You have the power. So, Yes, I think they have the power. But do you, like, realistically think that fans will just because of this Super League, will make that transition. I just don't, I think just that's too, way too tall of an ask, and I don't, I don't think it'll ever going to happen, and the owners know that. Yeah, I mean, that's I, the I, owner's I bet. Think you're Clearly, right. that's you're, the owner's bet. Yeah, your, 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 your rant is absolutely correct in that it does come from international fans and, you know, me bitching about a streaming, uh, a streaming service. <laughs> If, if this Super League comes through, and you know me being a Liverpool fan, I'll probably, I'll, you know, I'll, are I'll you going to buy the streaming service? Yeah. I don't. Would not. Don't. I mean, don't I buy the streaming I service. I think. Like, I think that's, I th- that's. But that's me. But that's you know, con, con, like millions, the millions of. But yeah, right. Fans but if you're like the country aren't going to do that. Yeah, but if you're like, I don't know, I don't know if you are personally, but like I used to, like run the Twitter for Philadelphia Everton, right, and so like. It, the much you, however much you uh, are in contact with other supporters, you can say, hey, I'm not down with this. Fuck this. I, I don't buy those. I don't watch those games. I don't care about those games. You know, you as supporters, care, you, do you define what games you care about and what games you don't, right? You don't care about whether your team wins the International Champions Cup in the preseason. And you do care about, or you don't care about whatever, the Community Shield or, you know, like that's such the a Club World Cup. St- Clearly, FIFA like, would like you to really care about the Club World Cup and think that's the biggest trophy in the world, right? But supporters have just basically decided that the Club World Cup is garbage, and so no one cares about the Club World Cup. Supporters have yeah. have have decided that it was supposed to be a thing that made FIFA tons of fucking money, but it doesn't because as supporters, no one gives a shit. So you could also not give a shit about this. It's totally yeah. possible. It's about access, I think. It, I, I, I honestly, to Keevan's point, it's about access. Like, if you're going to make this league and you're going to make me 
pay behind a paywall, uh, I'm just not going to do it, right? Like, the reason why I think Premier League has jumped off here in, in, the, in the U.S. is because uh, NBC Sports has done a fantastic job about making it uh, accessible and all of the games that they show. And even now, they're not showing games, right? They have it behind Peacock. And I think a lot of people have gone over to Peacock because they have access to this. So now if the Super League is going to be like, we're going to give you these games for free for three years, and then at the end of that third year, it's behind a paywall, uh, I think it's a different conversation. I, I, I think a number of people would probably pay for that subscription. Um, so it's, I think it's really, it's truly, truly, truly about access. Uh, I can't find a FIFA World Cup Club Cup game on TV, I just don't know where to find it, right? I, it's not super accessible. Um, but, but even if you did, would you give a shit? If, like, if you were a I mean, Liverpool Spurs fan were it, and I'd they were playing... It, yeah. If Liverpool were playing Santos and, like, you know... Do you, but you that's not that? the Super League, you know? Right. <laughs> but, I mean... So but it I, sounds like, exciting, I, right? It's like the best team in, in Brazil versus the best team in England. Like, right. for a trophy, like... On a paper, that sounds exciting. I mean, it's different than the Super League, but it sounds... There's no reason why that can't be exciting. Well, Listen, who, all I'm saying is that it sounds like the Super League needs an official podcast for this league. <laughs> we can be bought. At gmail.com. If, if you pay One more money than Heineken, Heineken, we will promote it. <laughs> uh, all right. This is a terrible idea. Uh... Tell us I, what you guys think. Yeah, tell us Please what you think. Tell us, us if we should cover it, basically, is my question. Yeah. If, yeah, if it happens, should we talk about it or should we pretend it doesn't exist like we do with listen, the Club World Cup? If I can't watch it, I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, let's talk about some soccer that I can watch that I actively chose not to watch. <laughs> MLS. Uh, MLS. Lots of goals this weekend. Lots of goals. God level uh, transition. Let's well, maybe see, Colin, Super League Keenan, just you, falls apart, and then all the star players come to the MLS. Come they want to play in the World Cup. <laughs> they want, if you want to play in the World Cup, come to MLS, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Keevan, <laughs> you watched uh, a perfect game, 0-0, the Onions and uh, Columbus crew. Um, Top two teams in the East. I did Colin, want to shout out, what, can I shout out one ahead. MLS match? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, this is MLS, so I love to overreact over one game. But <laughs> yeah. Get in I, there. I think the MLS is better if the Galaxy are winners. Are better. Seeing, yeah. yeah. Seeing, I think, just have it, like, in all seriousness, you know, if, if El Trafico is, like, a real, you know, if, if Galaxy is a yeah. competitive team as well, you know, LAFC will be. Um, Chicharito getting a brace, you know, he didn't really play all that much last year. In fact, he has matched his uh, goals from last year, this year already. Two and two, so wow, yeah, he wow. scored two goals all last year. Uh, so I mean, if 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 I think if the Galaxy they they came back and um, had a three-two uh, win against the Flying Beckhams, uh, so if they can continue that run and be like not awful like they were last year, I think that's just better for the MLS overall. Yeah, I agree. So that's one game I wanted to shout out. Yeah, that's great. That I love our overreactions to one game. Colin, give me your overreaction to one game. Oh, my overreaction to one game is that the first game I watched this weekend was San Jose versus Houston, which was, I think, ended 2-1. 
but was just like the most fun game of soccer I've watched <laughs> so long. Like so much better than the Premier League. Like uh, I understand that the quality in MLS is not as good. I'm not like delusional, but there are some games in MLS that are just genuinely so fun to watch. And San Jose is going to just brings that. <laughs> the first goal they gave up was because they play the crazy man marking and they're, uh, they had a center back who just thought he, he, he just tried to front the guy and Memo Rodriguez just like shielded him off and was in on goal. It was beautiful. It was just like, we're just basically not going to play a lot of defense. We're going to put ourselves in one-to-one situations all over the field and it's just going to create chances and we'll see how that goes. And, uh, I also watched Nashville, Cincinnati, which was two, two at the end of the day and had some bangers of goals. And, Again, Nashville versus Cincinnati. These are not the good teams in MLS, the teams I've listed. San Jose, Houston, Cincinnati, Nashville. Like, there are good games to watch in this league that are just, like, run-of-the-mill, like, that aren't players you've heard of or aren't, like, you know, teams you've heard of, Galaxy, whatever. Like, there are just good games to watch, and you don't need to be a snob and say... Oh, you know, every MLS, maybe this, maybe this was true 10 years ago, but it's not the case anymore that just a regular ass MLS game is not going to be fun. Yes. Some are shit. Some are nil nil, but like, that's true of, of whatever with Brom for Southampton, right? Any, anything could happen. That's the beauty of MLS. I mean, I'm excited because Leeds doesn't like they tied and they beat Man City, which will like never happen again for the next 10 years or whatever. Where an MLS, like any given Sunday, any team can yep. beat anyone at MLS. It's just there's much more parity, which and there's you know, absolutely quality on a lot on, on these teams oh, that are sure. like that you've never heard of and you've never heard of the players. They're quality, quality players. I can't even remember the guy's name from Seattle, which now I'm gonna you know somebody's gonna say I'm an idiot for not knowing, but who scored the fucking banger of the week, um, where he got the ball crossed to him like twenty fully twenty five thirty yards from goal, one touch up in the air full volley into the top corner. Like you're not going to see a better goal than that. And I don't know yeah, there was great another goal. great goal in the DCU game. Like there are plenty of great goals. The first goal. Uh, oh, you know, we did get another email from, I forgot to do it in the email section. Cause I'm not Mike, but, uh, revs fan number one, uh, emailed us this week and said, a bunch of stuff about MLS, obviously, but also said that the Revs are like the most talented team in, the, in MLS. Wrong. Chicago Fire <laughs> fucking cut them up in the first five minutes of the game and scored an amazing team goal. If you go back, ESPN does a shit job with this. Their highlight of the goal is like obviously the last pass and a pass, dude passes into the net. But it's like a 15-pass move starting at the back, a bunch of nice passes in the middle. It's a beautiful goal. And it's Chicago Fire a team that Palmer has frustrated Terrible. you for fucking years is garbage Terrible. against the revs who I'll do apologies to revs fan number one, but are not any good are, are you know, middle of the road have their good parts and bad parts about them. But the, like, it was a great fucking team goal five minutes in the game and Chicago fire scored another pretty nice goal 10 uh, five minutes later and then gave up that lead and it was finished two, two, I think, but with like that card. was a, with a red card. Yeah, there you go. It, it was a great MLS game. It was a great MLS <laughs> game. It had everything. And it's fire versus revs. Like, that's not even, that's not, not at all a game that a neutral should be watching. Uh, I, I just happened to see the really good highlight from fire and then got into it. So, uh, 
Yeah, I guess that's my point, is that I, I did not expect to be this fired up after one weekend of MLS, and I'm totally excited about this season. And anything can happen. You can have literally the face of the MLS look over to his coach and say, hey, <laughs> I need some, uh, some, uh, the trainers out here. And then the coach thinks he needs to be subbed off, and he subbed off 20 minutes into the game. 20 minutes really into the game. <laughs> and then they end up winning anyway. So Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's, oh, that's so MLS, right? Like the, the, the fact, I mean, I'm not so trying to take shots at Bob Bradley. I think he's still the best Carlos, coach in MLS. But. Carlos Vela yeah, go was, got a knock, looks, you know, calls over to Bob Bradley. He's, hey, I just need the trainers, you know, come look at me. And Bob Give me some Bradley, magic spray. Yeah, I need the magic spray. Views it as I need a sub, and so they sub him off twenty minutes into the off the game. Uh, if I'm a fan, you're so pissed. He was I'm, so if pissed. If I'm a fan, or, I know Vela was pissed. If I'm a fan who's you know like going to the home opener uh, to see Carlos Vela, literally like the, I mean arguably the best player in the league, and he gets subbed off twenty minutes into the game on accident. I I wouldn't be happy. <laughs> that's, uh, so that's just terrible. I'm but, so I feel so bad about all my like OLFC oh, is going to be great this year. Vela predictions from last week, like after that, and Vela's like looking at Bob Bradley after that, being like, "You fucking asshole." <laughs> I got like, I got I got to give Mike a shout out for uh, his Raúl Ruiz Diaz uh, MLS MVP and league goal uh, scorer. Yeah, um, golden boot. Yeah. Uh, I put some money on. Um, Anytime scorer for Raul Rui Diaz and uh, won a nice little, uh, nice nice little twenty dollars from uh, from yeah, that. Shout bet. out to Mike. So sh- shouts to Mike for that great bet. Um, all right, so MLS wrap up. Uh, I think the moral of the story is we do not need a super league to enjoy soccer. Um, we can enjoy any type of soccer, any any uh, any place, anywhere, anytime. Um, Let's okay. see. Let's talk about some MLS more stuff. So- oh, has go a, ahead. Hey, CONCACAF has a Champions League, too. Come on, players. Has a Come to MLS. <laughs> how, oh, long is it it. To, how long is it till the thread starts a, a CONCACAF Super League? Tries to uh, capitalize on these games. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, the, uh, $400 million? How about $500 million? <laughs> we got it. We got it. Uh, we'll just pool all of our listeners' monies together, and um, we'll have a hundred dollars. More games that we didn't probably see this weekend: FA Cup semifinal, Chelsea beat City one zero. Um, uh, Tuchel has not conceded a goal to uh, <laughs> any of the it's top like he's managers. on the field. It's yeah. it's insane. Um, he has never conceded a goal. 1-0 to, uh, to Chelsea. They'll be in the uh, FA Cup final. And they will be playing Leicester, uh, who beat Southampton this, this morning. Uh, Non-Super League team. Sorry, buddy. Non-Super League team. Off a Iannaccio uh, <laughs> Small goal. Club. Anything to say about our FA Cup final predictions, Keevan? I'll go Leicester, because that's who I want. That's who I'd want to see win, so... Just trying to earn their way into that Super League. Yeah, column. non-Super yeah. League teams. I'm, ru- I'm rooting for non-Super League teams hard from now on. <laughs> uh, I like that mentality. I'm with you. I'm, I'm on board with that. Fuck all these Super League teams real hard. Uh, and, and to say, you know, part of that, Zach Steffen, we got to say it, 100% at fault for this goal. I mean, it's, it's a goal-keeping error. I, the guy gets put through. 
I don't want to say it's one on one when he gets put through because that that's that's giving the defender no credit. He gets put through kind of like on the side of the eighteen, and Zach Steffen gets way out of position because he thought he might get to that ball, and then when it gets squared, he is nowhere near the goal. So uh, I'm not saying it would have been never a goal if Zach Steffen stays where he's supposed to be, but he made it a simple finish. So uh, gotta you know everybody makes mistakes. I'm not saying. Uh, Zach Steffen is garbage, but we got to own up to him when they happen. Zach Steffen <laughs> is the reason they are not in the FA Cup final. Yeah. Well, good thing it was FA uh, Cup. Well, it doesn't you know, matter. City yeah. didn't score. So. Um, yeah, would have gone to penalties with Keppa. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> also, Keevan, who loves a Barry Hearn uh, Twitter, no context Hearn. Uh, but there, there is a, one of my favorite ones this week. If you don't know what that is, just fucking you know, search it on Twitter. But uh, was one of the, the caption is like uh, Tuchel when he names uh, Keppa as the goalie for, for the FA Cup semifinal against free-scoring City. And it's like this man, Barry Hearn being like, this man has a set of bollocks on him. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, Kepa keeping a clean sheet against City is uh, not something you would have expected and that yep. the, the, the goalkeeping blunder comes the other way, but yep. it yep. happened. All right, up, up the Foxes. Um, we got anything else? You guys want to talk more Super League? Because we spent uh, maybe 45 <laughs> minutes on it. <Yeah. laughs> no one is listening at this point. Oh, Gio Reyna had a nice goal. Great goal. Great yeah, goal no one's Gio. listening, but it's good just trying to get a little bit of U.S. men's national team positivity after, you know, shaming yeah. Zach Steffen. Oh, uh, one thing. I So in prep for this, you threw MLS on there. I read the recap of the Orlando City game, another uh, perfect game, 0-0. Rose fan loves it. Chris, Chris Mueller's nickname is the Money Badger, which I did not know, and that is awesome. <laughs> Ooh, love that. <laughs> love that. The Money Badger. The We're money using badger. it. We love it. Oh my the Money God. Badger. Great. I love that. Fantastic. Um, the other thing this week is uh, I was hoping to get to this, but we won't put you through it, Palmer. Uh, Inter Miami had to deal with their four DPs situation at the last minute and bought out the contract of Matias Pellegrini, who was their like 21 year old Argentine playmaker guy who was supposed to be, you know, like the next Almiron when they signed him. And they tried to do some shady shit of buying him out and loaning him to a third division club and this whole thing. And I was going to ask you about the rules around that, but you're getting you're getting off free because it's the end of the podcast. Yeah, we don't have time. Another reason you why wanna, MLS do, is great. Yeah, baby. Do you, call you think we don't have like shambolic like backroom finances just because we're not you know in Europe and FIFA and UEFA? We got it. Right. We got it. Colin, uh, I don't know. Wrap this pot up. I feel like you said that there was a surprise for us. No, 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 no. You got to wait months for it. I'm oh, just, okay. I was just uh, time stamping. Oh, I got you. All right. Can't wait. Build the suspense. You got to build suspense, Palmer. Exactly. Forget about it. Then when it happens, you'll be like, oh, yeah, he taught us about that. We'll have updates on the surprise uh, in the coming weeks. Um, All right. That's all I got. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Cliff. Thanks, Cliff. Thanks, Cliff. Thanks for having me.
Sorry, sorry. I it felt weird coming out of my mouth. I, mm. I don't know why. I'm just used to Dan, you know. Dan's got a I certain know. cadence, two hundred times, and then he, he, if you come yeah. at me with that three two. I feel like a keeper who just like somebody just took a pen with a like, really quick run up and they just like slotted in the corner. I'm like, oh god, you can get items. Listen, shit. I well, I'm the keeper that <laughs> is sitting on the bench and has to come in. Uh, for a penalty that's essentially what what's going yeah, on yeah that's here, what we're about so. to put you through for an hour yeah but not not the good keeper that like comes in and like not uh, the penalty keeper yeah not the pk right yeah. no yeah this i'm, is, no, this I'm is, no tim cruel yeah this is no this is more like the the colin smith keeper uh in high school <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there eating swedish fish with noah kaufman and then i'm like oh really i gotta go in that the lester game won me 40 bucks i've had a good weekend had a good okay, weekend. Okay. I just can't share my bets with you guys. That's my issue. As soon as I put it out into the universe. I mean, peanuts. Mm. Didn't have, did not have a chance to get dinner before this, so just getting a little bit of my little bit of protein and fat to keep my tummy from growling. Yeah, we don't want we don't want you to uh, get hangry in the middle of the I was pod. gonna say, like my son who is Hangry, very hangry at about 4.30 this afternoon. That's like the most relatable thing he ever does is get super hangry. And I'm like, yeah, bro. I feel you, I feel you. I feel feel you, you, dog. Eat this string cheese. Super Keeve. Super, super Keeve. Super, super Keeve. Super, super Keeve. Super Keeve and Sperry.